Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a special guest today, Dr. Ted Brewer. It's been a little while since Ted's been on, and he's been a regular guest on our show throughout the years and he owns the prestigious company Health Masters, and I'll have a lot to say about that. I owe Health Masters a lot. They've kept me off the operating table a couple of times, and they've also helped Doug Hagman. So we'll get into that with you as well. Uh, we're going to hit some current events. Before we do, we've got to take care of a couple of spots here. Uh, pretty soon, folks, if we, especially if we go into a full-fledged war, which there's no question this is what the global elite want, and Biden's all too willing, and his people are all too willing to oblige, the only food you're going to have access to at that point is what's in your home. So I'm imploring you right now to take care of your needs, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools, and we can help you with uh, the food and the natural medicine. We'll get into that later with the natural medicine. But with the food, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go to foodwithdave.com. And what you'll find is they still have specials. They've not raised their price. They deliver on time. I'm talking about My Patriot Supply, 2,000 calories per day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 25-year shelf life. Uh, they're the best company of its type out there. And I want you to take advantage of this now. Because when the shutdown comes and the confiscation of food supplies comes to support the war effort, there's nothing they can do to help you. Uh, and you'll be on your own. So please, do this now. I can't have you knocking at my door because I won't be able to help you. So go to foodwithdave.com. Also, too, we're brought to you by Health Masters, and you've heard my endorsement. I've even got a joint protocol named after me. So you'll see that when you go to our site, and you get 5% off every purchase with the new coupon code 5DH. Now, they'll still honor the CSS5 if you put an order in uh, today, yesterday, but uh, we're changing that coupon code to 5, the number 5, DH with no spaces. And Health Masters is where it's at. Natural Health Care is where it's at. Because after you saw the Pfizer uh, Project Veritas nonsense, uh, how could you ever trust Big Pharma again? How, I, I don't. Uh, I, I mistrust everything I'm told by the medical establishment now. And I used to have complete trust. Not anymore. Uh, I trust uh, Ted's company. Health Masters, and I've been a customer for a long time, and you should trust them too. So go to healthmasters.com, coupon code 5DH. And our guest, Ted Brower, is up. Dr. Ted, my friend, it's been too long. So glad you're on with us, and I know we got a lot to talk about today. Oh, we do, Dave. And you know what I find fascinating? I'm just going to be real just upfront blunt with you guys, like I always yes. am, is the amount of disinformation coming across all media now. And, you know, the Germans found out from the English, English and the British, the Tavistock and all the rest of it during World War II, that if they gave them 100% disinformation, the Germans didn't believe anything as far as the intel. But if they mixed 80 to 90% of the truth, which the Germans could verify as far as true information and statistics as far as troop transport, troop placement, or tank or aircraft, and 80 or 90% of it was true and the Germans could verify, they would believe the other 10% of lies. And that's what we're having happen right now in absolute warp speed, to coin Donald Trump's famous, infamous phrase, you know, in alt media. The vast majority of alt media, well over 95%, I would hate to say probably closer to 99%, is disinformation. And a lot of it has been basically because these people are desperate as far as maintaining sponsorships, and they really don't want to be that way, but they are that way because they don't know what else to do in order to pay the bills. That's quite frank. A lot of them have just decided not to do that. They've gone out of business and they long, no longer broadcast or they no longer provide any information because they've been pushed into oblivion as far as persecution by trolls. That happens too. But then we have the other group of people that have basically been co-opted. 
and they become part of Operation you know, Mockingbird and part of COINTELPRO, and they'll give you the 80 to 90% worth of stuff, and then they come out with the other 10 to 20% of absolute lies, complete nonsense. And what ends up happening is we get into a situation where the rest of us, all media, are discredited because of these other weirdos that are out there saying stuff that's simply not true. I'm going to say a few things to you real quick. And I mean, this is something that you've got to see. I'm telling you this right now. We're not going to have an earthquake swallow the planet. We're not going to have a tidal wave swallow the planet. We're not going to have a meteorite strike the planet and destroy it. And we're not going to have full-scale thermoglobal nuclear war, though there may be some false flag nuclear attacks or false flag nuclear attacks or dirty bombs released. That might happen. But the vast majority of these people that are out there saying this crazy fear porn constantly, Russia's going to nuke us, Russia's going to nuke us, Russia's going to nuke us. They're not going to do that. They're not going to destroy their own 5G, 6G infrastructure. They have spent trillions of dollars globally to put it in. This is the same thing that happened in Genesis chapter 6, though the technology was probably different being used back then. They had this giant global network. They were probably using the pyramids, which were being used you know, as energy transmitters all over the planet, thousands and thousands of them. And they basically were on top of magnetic ley lines, and they were being energized and creating a field around the planet, which allowed Lucifer at that point, in my opinion now, to become omnipresent to allow every thought of every man to be evil all the time. And that's how I see what's happening happening all over the world right now. They're going to use the 5G, 6G interface brought to us by Donald Trump during the COVID lockdowns through Operation Warp Speed and through the carpet bombing of the United States by shutting business down and causing millions of businesses and companies either to go bankrupt or to basically become non-profitable, causing all kinds of people basically to be losing their jobs. Donald Trump did all. Don't forget that. Donald Trump didn't pardon anybody from January the 6th. He said, well, would you rather have Biden or Trump? I'd rather have neither of them. I'd rather have a true patriot. I'd rather have Dave Hodges in the position of the White House, quite frankly, than I would these crazy non-clowns that are up there. Because, quite frankly, Dave's going to tell us the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. We're, we have people at all media that will tell you the truth. But, you know, we've been shadow banned. We've been censored. We've been vilified by trolls. Because we're telling the truth of who these people are and what they do. Nothing works without money. Nothing. The entire economies of the world can't work without money. And when we gave the international banking cartels, the Federal Reserve of the United States of America, the greatest country the world's ever produced, we allowed them to create fractional reserve banking, which is Babylonian money matching, and allowed them to create unlimited amounts of money through fractional reserve banking and through derivative exposure to the United States. We gave them the keys to the kingdom as far as anything they wanted to do, whoever they wanted to blackmail. You know, people say, well, Jeffrey Epstein was blackmailing politicians and judges and government leaders and all these people from around the world. Yes, he was. Over a thousand of them. Were we given the names? Were we shown the videos? Absolutely not. Were we told who they were? Absolutely not. All sealed. They won't tell us who's been blackmailed because those people who are blackmailed are still in positions of power making the decisions. Right now, as we speak, years ago, I started to realize that the only way you can control the population is to create a mass formation psychosis. That's the only way you can do it. In fact, Matthias Desmond, in the book The Psychology of Totalitarianism, he said this, four things need to exist in order to be in place if you want a large-scale mass phenomenon to emerge. The first thing is that there needs to be a lot of socially isolated people, COVID, lock them up in their homes. People who experience a lack of social bonds, lock them up in their homes, keep them going to work. The second one is there needs to be a lot of people who experience a lack of sense-making in life. They need to be bored, and they need to be questioning their own existence. They need to be actually not knowing what to do. And third and fourth conditions that are necessary, there would be a free-floating anxiety and a lot of free-floating psychological discontent. So basically meaning anxiety and discontent that is not connected to a specific representation. So it needs to be in the mind without the people being able to connect it to something. If you have these four things, a lack of social bonds, a lack of sense-making, free-floating anxiety, and free-floating psychological discontent, the society is highly at risk for the emergence of a mass phenomenon known as mass formation psychosis. And this happens all of the time when you have these types of parameters that are being okay, How does it manifest? Oh, it manifests because these secret societies come in and they start telling us what's true and what's not true. They come in and start telling us that, you know, who are these people that are involved with all of this stuff and, and, and why in the world are these people out there trying to figure out, you know, how to control the United States. Remember, this manifests itself back in the 1700s. It manifests itself in the 1776 version because in 1776 before we had the United States as a cohesive unit we were basically 13 different colonies 13 different companies countries and these Kabbalist Luciferian Masonic bankers they wanted to come in and take over the United States of America and create their new how should I say world their basically their new utopia we don't realize that these Freemasons drafted the Constitution and signed the Declaration of Independence. The Indians who dumped their tea in the harbor were Masons. So were Paul Revere and the Minutemen, George Washington, and most of his generals. The Marquis de Lafayette was shunned until he joined the Masons. At least 20 of the 42 U.S. presidents were, quote, brothers of the Masonic Lodges. Now, I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to quantify and qualify something. 
this is a this is a minority of masons. This is the highest level, 30 degree, 31st, 32nd, 33 degree masons. They're at the highest levels. The vast majority of the lower level masons have no idea what they're involved in. They have no idea. They're not told until the 30th degree when they get to the ritual, when the guy who basically wrote the Zohar comes in and talks to them from a casket. They have to renounce all other religions and Christianity, who and what they service and what they worship, which is the light bearer, which is Lucifer. This is the group. That's why you cannot mention Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, anything in a Masonic Lodge. They will not allow you to do it because it's, it's an antithesis to them. It's like this. Now, let me give you an example. The Holy Spirit creates an energy field inside of you and around you. And on the planet, because that's God, because the blood of Jesus on the entire shows with you on that day. And we're not going to go into that day. They can listen to the archives. But the blood of Jesus basically creates an energy field because it cried out even that more than the blood of Cain when Cain killed Abel, more than the blood of Abel. And it, re- and it continues to resound throughout eternity because Jesus is an omnipresent being. He's God. And so that creates an energy field that allows us to be redeemed back to the Father through, a, through basically energy. The entire universe is made of energy. We're made out of energy. And the problem is, let's look at it this way. You can't have satanic music and the Holy Spirit occupy the same space and time. They're mutually exclusive, period. It doesn't work that way. That's why these people in these record companies commit their souls and commit their hearts and commit their records and commit their music to Lucifer in these rituals they have before they're released. They want to be filled with demonic entities and, demo- and, and, and demons, period. This goes back to the ancient Canaanite religions, the worship of Baal, Moloch, and Asherah, which were here right after Noah and the Flood. And this is the same group now through the Masonic Lodges, through the ancient Egyptian mystery religions, and the Babylonian mystery religions that are running the planet. Freemasonry basically is the Church of Satan masquerading as a fraternal, mystical, philanthropic order. It fronts for the Masonic Kabbalists, the bankers, who started the U.S. as a vehicle to advance their New World Order. In the words of Masonic elder Manley P. Hall, quote, We must also perfect the plan of ages, setting up here in the United States the machinery for a world brotherhood of nations and races. This is the book, The Secret Destiny of America, 1944, page 3. These Freemasons provided Americans with ideals, civil liberties, equal opportunity, no taxation without representation, which are still valid, but they were enticements designed to gain power. But you might have noticed these promises are not intended to be kept. Politicians don't represent us. Most of them are Freemasons. They're part of the Brotherhood. This is part of this Kabbalist world order. And most historians won't tell you this. And up to Sinclair's words, quote, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him understanding it, unquote. But there was one, there was one historian. His name was Bernard Fay. He was born in 1893 and 1978. He was a Harvard-educated Frenchman. He is considered an anti-Mason because of his 1935 book, Revolution and Freemasonry. And this is from, 19, from 1680 to 1800. It's one of the few to reveal the extent of the Masonic participation in the U.S. and French revolutions. He had access to the Masonic archives in the U.S. and Europe with his book. It's actually a sympathetic portrayal of Freemasonry with no references to the occult nature. However, as a Vinci Frenchman, he had subsequently helped the Nazis identifying Masons during World War II. He was imprisoned after the war, but was pardoned in 1952 by Charles de Gaulle himself. This explains why in the 1770s, the U.S. consisted of 13 isolated colonies with different governments, religions, customs, racial profiles, and social and political structures. There were intense rivalries and long-standing antagonisms, and a letter took literally three weeks to get from Georgia to Massachusetts. Masonry took, undertook to lay the foundation of nation national unit in America because of the secret society it could spread throughout the colonies and work steadily and silently and create a limited but very prominent class of people in a feeling of American unity without which there would have been no United States. In 1760, there was no town big enough or small enough where Masonry did not spin its web. Benjamin Franklin, who also was a member of the Hellfire Club in England, who they found skeletons underneath his house buried when they excavated under his home, who was a grand master of the French Lodge, raised millions of francs crucial to financing George Washington's army. He was the first to submit a plan for military collaboration and political federation. He established a chain of Masonic newspapers in all the colonies, and you can guess where he found the money. That would be through the international banking cartels. Faye says that George Washington and his ragtag army kept the spirit of independence alive. He organized many military lodges and personally participated in their activities. And on December the 27th, 1778, he led a parade after Philadelphia was recaptured with his sword at his side, this quote, in full Masonic attire and adorned with all the jewels and insignia of the Brotherhood, Washington marched at the head of the solemn procession of 300 brethren through the streets of Philadelphia to Christ Church where Masonic divine service was held. This was the greatest Masonic parade that had ever been seen in the New World. All of the staff officers of Washington's trust, who Washington trusted, were Masons. And all the leading generals of the army were Masons. Alexander Hamilton, Mason. Marshalls, Mason. James Madison, Mason. General Green, Mason. General Lee, General Sullivan, Lord Sterling, the two Putmans, General Steuben, Montgomery Jackson. 
Montgomery, General Montgomery, General Jackson, Gist, Henry Knox, Ethan Allen were all Masons. They gathered around their master Mason Washington, and they all met at the Temple of Virtue, a root structure forming an oblong square, 40 by 60 feet, one story in height, a single entrance which was flanked by two pillars. The atmosphere which created Washington was Masonic, and maybe said the framework of his mind was Masonic. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and stop that because we got to realize that this is the group of people that started the United States of America, and they were seeded into the population from a very young stage. I've seen it in personal politics here in Central Florida. The Masonic lodges still control the politics. In many cases, they control the school boards. They control the city commissions. They control the county commissions. And you wonder why stuff gets pushed through where all the people are continuing to protest against it, but they still get pushed through, pushed through, pushed through. Austin was at the city commission here last year, and they were pushing through a warehouse system, basically a mini warehouse in our neighborhood, our actual residential neighborhood. And he said to the people on the board, which I don't know if they're Masons or not, but this is what he said to them, he goes, why won't you listen to us? We've brought 40, 50, 60 people into multiple meetings telling you that nobody wants many warehouses in our neighborhood, but yet you got We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. You're not listening to anybody, you're doing it anyhow. And none of them had anything to say. So my question is this Who are these people? Why are they doing this? And who's leading them? And who's controlling this? And so this is what we need to see that the United States was basically founded this way. And we have to understand that that led to the mass formation psychosis because they also control everything. You know, and, and, you know, and here's the thing. You know, this group of people, these, 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 these Kabbalists, you know, this Build Back Better group from, you know, from, from Klaus Schwab. Yeah, and he says the mission of our world revolution is to rearrange a new culture of humanity to replace the previous social system. The conversion and reorganization of social society requires two essential steps. The destruction, this all goes back to the paradigm of mass psychosis. First, the destruction of the old established order. Secondly, design and imposition of the new order. The first stage requires elimination of all frontier borders, nation and culture, public policy, ethical barriers, and social definitions can only be destroyed by an old system of elements, be replaced by the imposed system of elements in our new world order. Now, the first station, the first step is the destruction of the revolution is the destruction. Nathan Goldman, 
in his book, The Spirit of Militarism. He says, you know, he says, we, we're facing an occult, what's about him is we're facing an occult force that is basically running and doing all of this stuff. Um, the quote continues with Nathan, all social strata and social formations created by traditional science, society must be annihilated. They're talking about Christianity now. Individual men and women must be uprooted from their ancestral environment, torn out of their native militias. Look at the unrestricted uh, people coming into the United States now from their native countries. No tradition of any type shall be permitted to remain as sacrosanct. Traditional social norms must also be viewed as a disease to be eradicated, and the ruling dictum of the New World Order is nothing is good, so everything must be criticized and abolished, and everything was, so it must be gone. They're not trying to bring in a New World Order. Dave, they're not trying to do that. What they're trying to do is bring in the old world order. They're trying to bring it back to well, the way it was. What's the difference between the two? The old world order is basically the ancient Roman Empire. When you had the open sacrifice of human beings, the open work of, you know, basically everything was basically uh, turned into giant orgies and all the other crazy stuff. And, and, and you start to see this stuff. And you start to wonder who in the world is doing all this. If remember, Paul said in the New Testament over and over again, he said, you know, the reality is, is this. He goes, you know, we can't be going to orgies. The acts of sinful nature are obvious. He mentions orgies multiple times in the New Testament. And see, they want that back where they're sacrificing all these different deities, these, all these different gods, which are probably archangels of the Masonic lodges, which are also archangels of the, how should I say, the Kabbalah, in which you can't pray directly to God, and his name is Einsoff. You've got to pray through these angels. And when you're basically praying, you're basically simulating a sex act. And when you simulate the sex act, what ends up happening is, you basically are able to talk to these angels who you're basically having sex with, who then get the message to the god Einsoff to do what you want, to create more points of light. I've done entire shows with you on this. And this is the group that through the international banking community and through the CIA and the MI6 and Mossad and these secret societies and the Committee of 300, the Bilderberger Group, the World Economic Forum, you know, all of these people, you know, these people basically are controlling the world along with the Masonic Lodges. And they've diversified now from just the Masonic Lodges to these other groups that are also probably also controlled at the highest level by these high-level nations, and also these Satanists. Remember the uh, book of Morals and Dogma by Albert Pike? And he said that we basically are trying to control the seeding energies of Lucifer. You know, we got to, everybody needs to read that book. If you're a Mason, know what you're really all about as far as, you know, who these guys are and what they believe. And then we also see how the, the, there's a, the United States streets in Washington, D.C. were laid out as a pentagram with one open leg with a pentagram missing to allow the seeding energies of Lucifer to come in like a trap and stay inside of this. You think I'm joking? I'm not. Look at the mollusk, the Washington Monument. It's a giant phallic symbol. All of this stuff is just known to the public. You know, I believe that, that, that thing to the base level, to the foundation stone, is 666 feet. All of this stuff was done on purpose, Dave, and it's all about bringing Lucifer's kingdom on this earth. They're, they're absolutely obsessed with building a third temple. And I'm going to say this to you guys. If your alt-media people that you're listening to aren't telling you what I'm telling you right now, and they're not talking to you about a third temple with Thessalonians saying that Lucifer is going to walk out of the third temple and declare himself God on the temple steps, and they want to rebuild this and create their new world order, then you're not listening to the right people. Is, is, that, the, is very, that the birth of the Antichrist, as you understand? That is the birth of the Antichrist, yes. And, but but what, what we've been taught is that it won't make any difference if the Antichrist comes, because according to the Schofield Reference Bible, okay, you know, you're going to have the ability at that point to be raptured out, and there won't be anybody out here that's going to be, you know, being punished or anything else because it's not going to happen because you won't be here. You're going to be in heaven, you know, sitting in the doggone heavenly grandstands, you know, waiting for, you know, the end of the world to come while you're watching it. I mean, it's just stupid. This all got started by that crazy, crazy Mason, by the way, you know, Cyrus Schofield and Darby, the one before him who wrote most of the stuff. Both of those guys, by the way, were high-level Masons, and they were brought into basically the New World Order back in the early 1900s by Samuel Untermeyer. And Samuel Untermeyer was also a high-level Mason, and he was also the one that blackmailed Woodrow Wilson. Blackmailed Woodrow Wilson to get the Federal Reserve Act passed, and also blackmailed Woodrow Wilson to put Brandish onto the Supreme Court, and basically also declared war on Germany on, in 1933. You guys look it up, Samuel Untermeyer, World War III, well, Germany, 1933, WABC in New York, puts this big statement out basically declaring war on Germany. I mean, this is crazy. This is, you know, this is seven years before World War II started. They started this giant economic boycott against Germany. All of this stuff is in history that nobody wants to read about. So if you're listening to people that aren't telling you this, who aren't telling you that the world is being run by ancient Canaanite religions and have been so for thousands and thousands of years, that they're not giving you the whole picture. 
Because what they've done, they've got a nexus of a giant spider web with thousands of interlocking tentacles and people, thousands, hundreds of thousands. And at the very middle of that nexus is the satanic hierarchy of the New World Order that controls the international banking cartels because without the money, there can be no New World Order because they have to be able to fund what they're doing because they've got to be able to create food and jobs and money and income. What they've done now, though, they've realized that there's too many people on the planet to control, and we're having and experiencing right now the mass culling of the United States of America, the mass culling of the world. Deaths are up by 3,000 a day in England right now over a year or two years ago, and they can't understand why. Well, the reason they can't understand why is because they're basically not being told the truth about what they did and what they injected themselves. Yesterday I met with a young lady. She's got these brown spots. I mean, just you, you kind of like people get liver spots on the back of their hands when they get in their 60s and 70s, and they're called liver spots. But that's a breakdown of the protein inside of the body. And, and what's interesting about that is her entire legs and arms are covered by these spots after she had her second COVID booster. And you think, well, what the heck? How in the world did that happen? Well, the reason that happened is it's causing a rewriting of her DNA, and her DNA basically is coming in and destroying her own body because it's making your age incredibly fast. You think, well, that's absolutely awful that would happen, but the reality is it is happening all over the place, and people are dying in their 20s and 30s and 40s, you know, with heart attacks. That, that, that young fellow who dropped dead on the field a few weeks ago in the NFL, suddenly he shows up, you know, in a, with a hoodie and glasses and a hat on. You can't see who he is. Supposedly that's him. You know, and you wonder, is that really him or not? I don't know. Did he die on the field? I don't know. Are they going to tell us if he died on the field? I don't know. Are they using a body double? I don't know. I have no idea. Because if you watch the movie Wag the Dog, you will quickly learn who these people are, what they are, and what they believe. And once you see it and you start to understand what they want to do and how they believe all of this stuff, you'll start to understand that this, you know, this, this COVID pandemic that we had was only there to promote the, the usage of this clot shot. And we saw what happened you know, with that Pfizer employee this week as far as him coming out saying they're working on gain of function. Now, whether or not all of that is true or that's going to be discredited, I don't know. But, but it sure seems real when he was talking about how he was saying it, how he was bragging about it. And now we realize this global elite that is being run through the international banking cartel with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, that they're basically looking at this whole thing as a crisis, as an opportunity. He says, quote, the energy crisis offers an opportunity to embrace new solutions that advance a secure, sustainable, and inclusive energy transition. What? What? You know, I mean, this is crazy. He's saying all this stuff. And it says, the digital transformation powering of the Great Reset. And he says, the successful leaders will now seize the opportunity to advance a new trajectory for digital transformation that aligns with the changing role of business to be a powerful enabler of long-term value creation for all the stakeholders. What does that even mean? And all this means is they want to take over everybody through the World Economic Forum, through the international banking cartels, and they want to destroy us one person at a time by digitizing everything that we do so that everything we do can be controlled through a D-Wave computer. Now listen to me for a second, friends. This D-Wave computer, the guy who basically built it and developed it, says he doesn't even know how it works. It operates at absolute zero temperatures. And he said in his article, if you read it, he says it's like standing before the alien, I'm sorry, it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. Okay, wait a minute. So we're talking in an interdimensional interface, supposedly, into another dimension, which provides these unbelievably fast computation speeds. And now they're saying that that AI, that artificial intelligence and that D-Wave computer is sentient. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we, okay, we got a sentient AI that's self-aware. How do we know that's not Lucifer controlling the thoughts and the minds of people that have been programmed with microchips or microcircuitry in their brain all over the world? So it would be ex- exactly what Jesus said when he said... As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. In the days of Noah, every thought of every man was evil all of the time. And so God looked down and basically flushed the planet, pulled the continents apart, turned off the pyramid-generating systems. God Almighty himself stepped in and intervened on the planet because he was so dismayed at what had happened on the earth. And he knew that he was the only one who could repair it because what Lucifer had done, starting with the Garden of Eden, starting with the ancient Canaanite religions, and all the other things that were out there, basically sacrificing humans and all these other things and entities that were running around on the planet. And God had enough of it. He shut it off. He shut off the magnetic ley lines. He shut off the power to the pyramids by pulling the continents apart and breaking up these ley lines and breaking up the power that was underneath them through water. Remember, when water trans, when water, when water is moving about 200 meters per second, it sets off an energy field and it starts glowing blue. People don't realize that. It's a physics thing. But the reality is that could power up if these things were built on top of these energy ley lines like that. It could cause massive, massive energy fields to be created all over the planet. Remember what the Bible says? That the God of this age has blinded the hearts and the minds of the unbelievers, so they may not know and believe the truth. So Kevin, we have all you, of this before stuff you move on from that. Tell us what the purpose of the pyramids was. What did it do? 
Well, their energy, their, their energy transmitters, as far as I'm concerned. They were trying to create an energized field. When, back in the 60s, they found that they could put a wire into a bull's head, and he was chasing a matador. They could put a certain frequency through the wire, and that bull would lay out and take a nap, no matter how agitated it was. Just lay out and take a nap. They put a certain energy into the bull's head and made it take it out. Well, they found out they didn't need wires. They could hit it with a certain radio frequency, a certain transmitting frequency that would do the same thing. It would make the bull lay out and take a nap. They could make a person have tremendous anxiety. They could make a person be suicidally depressed. They could give a person cancer. They can make a person elated and happy. They can make Iraqi soldiers, which where they tested this, they called it uh, optimizing the cluster topology in World War, uh, with the Iraqi war, when they came in with drones and started hitting with these frequencies, and the soldiers got so depressed, they ran out and surrendered to drones that weren't even armed. Because they didn't want to do that. They wanted to go kill themselves. They couldn't take it anymore, so they surrendered. This was all done as part of the beta test. And, and we've got entire shows on this, Dave, you and I have. And the reality is, is that's what the pyramids were doing. They were putting a frequency around the planet to allow Lucifer to become omnipresent, to create an evil energy field around the entire planet where every thought of every man was evil all the time. Has anyone noticed that me, this mass psychosis as it's taking place, how people are becoming increasingly less patient? The other day I'm on the highway. I changed lanes. Somebody else changed lanes. They almost hit me because they were driving like a maniac. They slam on the brakes in front of me. I, I'm sliding them almost sideways on the interstate. Some 25-year-old kid acting like a complete and total not, night, nightmare almost caused a massive pileup on Interstate 4 going to Tampa because of what he did. And I think to myself, and then he was like, you know, waiting to get in front of me so he could slam on his brakes. So I just slowed way down and let him get ahead of me because I realized that this mass psychosis is real and that people are going nuts. Plus, let's not forget about the tricyclic antidepressants, the serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Let's not forget about any of those things. Let's not forget about the uh, crazy chemicals they put into the people who have brain issues that can make them even crazier and want to commit suicide. And let's certainly not forget about the fluoride that they started putting in their water supply in 1946 after we read the research out of Dachau, which told us that basically that when you put fluoride into the water supply, you make people servile and infertile. So a year after the Nazis are defeated and we go into Dachau and find the medical research, they start pumping fluoride by the hundreds of metric tons into the water supply in the United States, dropping IQ scores and making people in the United States servile and infertile. I mean, let's not forget about any of that stuff. This is the same group that's done all of this. The same group that took down Building 7, that took down the trade towers, is the same group that started World War I, the same group that started World War II, the same group that started Vietnam War because they wanted to be able to go into Southeast Asia and get rid of the competition for the drugs the CIA was running, and Kennedy knew that. That's one of the reasons they killed him. Well, among other reasons, he said that Israel would never, ever have nuclear weapons. He said that basically they would, he wanted to disclose what was going on with the UFOs. He, exec, he did executive order, I think it was 11110, I believe it was, in which they gave the federal government the right to start producing debt-free currency. I mean, he was a good president because apparently on PT-109, he had an epiphany and he wanted to recreate, bring the country back to where it was. And he said that they were, the whole country was being basically exposed to this monolithic conspiracy that was basically to enslave the people of the world and the United States. That he was going to expose them before he left office. And he was planning on doing that. And this is the same group that's done all of this stuff, and they've done it for thousands and thousands of years, all the way back to Noah and the flood with these fallen angels that came back that were here before and after the flood. And if we understand the biblical, the biblical implications of this, then we start to understand the historical significance of this. The problem is they want people dumbed down and left in a stupor, so that way they can't think through. What was it Scott Fitzgerald said? The true sign, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, the true sign of intelligence would be able to see two contradictory views and see the opinions at the same time. In other words, to be able to see both sides of a solution, both sides of an argument, and be able to present an argument to control and you know, support both sides, even though you knew there were contradictory views in your mind. This is what they don't want us to have. In other words, another, some Maslow called that you know, concrete rational thought. Very few people ever obtain that, and with the dumbing down of the people in the United States, and with 76 vaccines now that contain aluminum and adjuvants and all kinds of chemicals and compounds, these children, the, the children in this country are so stupid, it's unbelievable. You think, well, that's a terrible thing to say. Now, I'm not saying all of them. Okay? I'm saying the bulk of them. There are a lot of them that are really, really smart, that have not been vaccinated, and some of them have made it through the vaccination process. Because the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They were genetically not as susceptible to it, but then what does Stephanie Sneff say? That we have one in 33 people now that have children that have autism. She says by 2030, it's going to be one in two have autism. But we don't talk about that. 
We've got to talk about a box of records that were found by Biden's Corvette or a box of records that were found in Trump's Mar-a-Lago or basically Kim Kardashian's butt or somebody else's little thing that we're doing, which is opioid for the masses, what Prince Harry and, you know, and the King Charles is doing now, like anybody really cares, or what Yellowstone is doing on Sunday night and how important it is to watch Yellowstone. I know people that are so addicted to Yellowstone, and they're Christians. They ignore the filthy language. They ignore the filthy plots of what's going on. They ignore the homosexual content because they want to see Yellowstone. They want to see it because they're addicted to it like a soap opera. And they'll destroy relationships and friendships over because they want to make sure that nobody can be around them or have anything to do with them on Sunday night because they have to watch Yellowstone. I've seen it personally, guys. So don't tell me it's not real because I've seen it. They get addicted to it. These are, this, this is opioid for the masses because it's, again, the mass psychosis formation of giving them something else to dwell on and think about while they load us up with 5G, 6G. Well, they still continue to pump chemtrails into us. Where they continue to do kill shot after kill shot after kill shot. While they basically have Pfizer come in now and basically have their own employee talk about gain-of-function research with Project Veritas. All of this stuff is happening as we speak all around us. And we sit here, we watch it, we go, this can't be happening. And suddenly, quote-unquote, we, the conspiracy theorists, are saying, okay, well, it is real. We told you it was real, and we warned you it was real. And now here we are. And I told you guys years ago on your show, Dave, probably seven, eight years ago, I said, it's not going to be nuclear weapons. It's going to be biologicals. They don't want to destroy their own infrastructure. Remember what I mentioned earlier? God destroyed their infrastructure with pulling the continental plates apart and flooding the planet. He destroyed it. They're not going to do that to themselves. They're not going to destroy their own 5G, 6G towers. They want to create the same energy field the pyramids did. Why would they possibly spend trillions of dollars worldwide to build these things and tear them all down and destroy them all? They're not going to do that. They can't do that. It's like Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Or Psalm 58.3-5, The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they're born, speaking lies. They're poisoned like poison of a serpent. Imagine that, talking about Lucifer again, as far as I'm concerned. They are like deaf cobra that stops its ear, in which it will not heed the voice of the charmers. Genesis 6.4, And there were giants on the earth in those days, and it's also afterward. When the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those who were the mighty men. John 8, 44. You are your, your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own resources. He is a liar and a father of lies. This is just the Bible, guys. Revelation 13, 16 through 17. He causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads that no one may buy or sell except those who have the mark or the name of the beast. Okay? <laughs> Revelation 14, 9-11. And a third angel followed him, saying in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives the mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God. Wait a minute. I mean, do we want to do that? No. And 2 Corinthians 11.14, And no wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into the angel of the light. 2 Corinthians 11-15, Therefore there is no great thing if it, his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Guys, this is exactly what's happened in our churches. We've had the Johnson Amendment come in and completely, completely hamstrung the church as far as speaking political issues back in the 50s. That was 70 years ago. We've had the Masonic Lodges come into the churches and give us the giant tent ministries back in the 30s and the 40s and push these guys into national promise, give them these national TV shows. Pretty much every single major minister that's on national TV if you want to know the truth, of course, the ones that I've been able to examine and see are high-level Masons, period. You know, some of them are homosexuals. Some of them are complete and total deviants. Some of their wives are complete and total luscious. Some of them flip off the audience on national TV and basically shoot the bird to them if they don't do what they say to do. I've seen it all. I've been with a lot of these ministries. I've been behind the scenes. It's not what you think it is. That's why I urge you guys to give to your local churches that are not controlled by Masonic lodges on the deacon and elder board who talk about the truth, about the blood of Jesus who still have a cross on the wall, who still have open books, who don't have five private jets and 15 different mansions around the country. I've seen it all, Dave, because I've raised money for a lot of these guys before I knew better. And the sad part about it is these guys are terribly and totally compromised in some cases and in most cases, and if we don't stand against this group of people that are doing all this stuff and tell the truth to the people who these people are, it's never going to get any better, period. It can't. There's no way we can get better if we don't find and we can't talk about who the people are that are doing this. And so if we understand who they are, what they are, and what they've done to create the United States the way they did, it'll all start making more sense. You know, in the United States right now, we know, we know that the U.S. churches are on the decline, losing their religion. Why? Because the churches have been completely and totally 
you know, compromised. Well, the pastors are compromised. No, they, they, no, no. And, and because the pastors are compromised, Dave, and they're not telling the church parishioners the truth, the church parishioners don't even know who the real Jesus is. They're masquerading. They're masquerading as angels of the light, you know, as, as ministers. They are. And they're mainly hirelings, and they don't tell the truth. As the U.S. adjusts to an increasingly non-religious population, thousands of churches are closing every year, probably accelerated by COVID. And COVID did make a difference. It did. I will say that. Because I have a lot of friends of mine that are pastors, and they have churches. And their attendance still hasn't come back to where it was pre-COVID. And so the sad part about all of this stuff is that if you really look at what's going on, if you really look at who they are, you need to realize that these Masonic Lodge leaders and Kabbalist Luciferian leaders in these churches, I mean, why would a church come in? If we know that the Antichrist is going to walk out of the temples in Israel, the third temple, and we know that the Masonic Lodges are just desperate to build the third temple over again so they can bring the Antichrist into fruition, why in the world will we bring these people into our churches that are Kabbalists in nature? In some cases, they're not even saved, they're not even Christians, asking for the Christians in the churches to give money to the temple fund to rebuild the third temple to bring in the Antichrist. What is wrong with a pastor that would bring a person in like that? Oh, that's right. He's probably a Kabbalist, or he's probably a Mason. Well, no, no, no. I, I'd also say this. this. They're also a member of the clergy response team uh, coming out of Novid, sponsored by DHS. Well, no, and you know, it's so funny. You taught me that years ago. Years ago, Dave, you brought that up to me the first time that I'd ever heard it, and I did research on it. I'm, listening, I'm, I'm telling all of your listeners right now, Dave Hodges is telling you the truth about the clergy response team. He's absolutely right. It's real, and it exists. They actually have a study now that's going on, especially in black churches, on how to get the black churches, because they don't want to take the COVID shot, because they don't trust people to give, inject stuff into them. I've got to give the black churches credit for exactly. that. They're pretty doggone bright. They're thinking exactly. like that. And now they're having studies to try to teach the black pastors how to teach the black parishioners on how to basically get themselves injected with a death shot. I mean, it's insanity when you stop and watch what's happening. I've got a neighborhood right down the street from me, less than a mile away. And I have no problem with Hispanics. I, I, I love Hispanics. I, mean, I, I think they're great. When they come to this country legal and they work hard, they become successful, I think it's great. I have no problem with any immigrant. Because my mom was an immigrant. For me to say I have a problem with immigration would be nonsense. Because my mom immigrated from Europe in 1952. The truth is, this entire subdivision with all these brand new homes are basically 100% Hispanic coming in from Central and South America. And these are three and $400,000 homes. Many of these people don't even have jobs. But yet they're giving free housing and they're leasing the houses. They're not buying them. And when I went to the building, basically, to try to look at how much the houses cost, I looked at the, the, to the center there that's being set up to sell the houses. There were no houses available. An entire subdivision with hundreds and hundreds of homes, there's not even anybody that's trying to sell the houses because they've already been pre-sold. And they've probably been sold by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, or bought into those organizations that are controlled via, quote-unquote, the international banking cartels. McDonald Schwab said, by 2030, you'll own nothing, nothing, and you'll be happy. That's what they want. They don't want you to own anything. They want you to be slaves of the system because they know that the Bible says this is very clear that the borrower is servant to the lender. And they want everybody to be in debt. Look what they did with the used car market. They pushed the prices of used cars through the roof. Now so many people are in debt and almost bankrupt and insolvent because they pay twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars more for a car than it was worth because they needed to replace their vehicles and they couldn't find anything in the new market or the new market had twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar addendums, I kid you not, on their vehicles. And they bought these things and now the cars are worth a fraction of what they paid for them. Look at Teslas. They were paying $50,000 these Teslas. They dropped the prices, and now a lot of dealers will put more than $18,000 in trade on a brand new Tesla. They cost $50,000 a week before. And all these people still owe the $30,000, $40,000. They're way upside down on this stuff. And we see this over and over and over again as the infrastructure of the United States and the people who run the infrastructure is being continually controlled by these international banking cartels, and we're being told what to do, what to believe, and how to act all the days of our life because they're trying to bring in their Luciferian New World Order, the New World State. And these are the people who we have to deal with right now, and the people that Dave and I are talking to you about right now, that nobody else seems to want to talk about on any of their talk shows. Because you say, well, you can't talk about that stuff because it sounds so weird. Okay, it does sound weird. We talk about ancient Canaanite religions running the planet for thousands and thousands of years, three, four thousand years, you know, with the offering of Baal and Moloch and Asher and Quetzalcoatl and all of these winged serpent gods and all the other crazy stuff. It does sound crazy. I'm not even going to argue about that. Read the Old Testament. It talks about it in detail, about how the ancient Israel, Israel people, after they had gotten out of Egypt, a whole bunch of them were involved in the Kabbalah and the worship of all of these entities and demons, and a whole bunch of them weren't. And the ones that were basically worshiping these demons and entities would not stop sacrificing their children to Baal and the Moloch and Asherah. God told that to Joshua at the end of Deuteronomy and told them they would fall, they would break their covenant with him, and he would break their covenant with them. That's what it says. You can read it and get mad all you want. That's what it says. The reality is this. These ancient Canaanite religions have been around for a long, long time, 
And they ain't going anywhere because they have seized the world banking systems, they have seized the major corporations, and they own pretty much the planet, and they control everything that's important. And they did it through Mossad, they did it through CIA, they did it through MI6, and as we saw on January the 6th, crap, David, they did it through the FBI. And this is the groups of people that are running the planet right now as we speak, trying to bring in their new world order, their new Atlantis. Did you, uh, what do you think? Well, I, think I was going to ask you this. Did you see the statues uh, in New York with uh, Ginsburg? And Martin Luther yep, King. They, oh, they got a, they got a statue of Ginsburg now, a, a, a horned serpent, basically a horned demonic god. That's a pure Satan statue. And when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died a few years ago, I played a tribute to her on my show. I played the song from The Wizard of Oz, "Ding Dong, the Witch Is Gone," <laughs> and I was I did. You remember? You remember when I did that? I, and I, I said, you know what? Heck with it. I'm, this, this is my tribute to the witch. Ding dong, she's gone. Have a big splash of the lake of fire. Have fun with all that for eternity. You'll see who was right. You'll see who was wrong. You sick, wicked weirdo who was primarily one of the primary people responsible for the 60 million sacrifices to Baal in the United States, or Moloch, or Asherah, or Quetzalcoatl, that you would call abortion. She was one of the primary reasons all that happened. And the whole thing about that, her last couple of years when she was sick and dying, sick and dying for, no, no, no. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, that was a body double running around. That was pretending to be Ruth Bader Ginsburg because they had to make sure they got the right appointee for the Supreme Court. Guys, this thing is so controlled. And we literally are a bunch of mushrooms being kept in the dark, being shoveled a bunch of poop. And people believe it. And that's why they use the opioid for the masses, like I talked about earlier, with all of this obfuscation, with all of this media publicity of all these weirdo people to keep you basically entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained yet? Well, guess what? I am not entertained. I don't think it's funny. I don't, have, I don't want anything to do with it. And as far as I'm concerned, for the rest of my life, for all the days of my life, I'm going to declare the majesty of the great I am, of Jesus Christ, his son, the healing power, the power of the blood of the lamb, and, the, and the, how we are sanctified through Christ, through grace. And that we can come, do, we can do all things to Christ who strengthens us. And that this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. And I'm putting on the full armor of God. And no matter what, no matter what happens, I'm going to put on the full armor. I'm going to stand my ground, like it says in Ephesians. And if Christians will do that, and pastors will do that, and stand, they may lose some people in their church. Listen to me, pastors. If you listen to me right now, you may lose some people in your church, but you give it a few months, and you're going to gain a whole bunch of patriots in that church. And those patriots are going to support you more than those people ever did who were compromised. You remember that. And if you've got deacons and elders on your church boards, or your pastors, shame on you if you're, if you're a Masonic Lodge person, you need to get those deacons and those elders who are the Masons off the church board. I went to a conference up in D.C. last year, David, and we had a, it was a big, it was basically a big Christian conference trying to take our country back. Most disorganized mess I've ever been to. Finally, they, they actually asked us for questions. Open discussion. And so I said to him, I said, well, until we figure out the secret societies, the Masonic lodges that are running the churches and controlling the elder and deacon, the pastors of the churches, they're never going to tell or talk about the truth in the United States at all. And boy, I was quickly shut down from the discussion. Well, let's move on to the next, come on, com- next comment. I said, now, I don't want to move on to the next comment. Why don't we address this? Why do we have so many pastors in the pulpit that won't tell the truth and they know that they're being controlled? Well, because they're hirelings and they're afraid they're going to get fired. But there are a lot of people out there who also who own their churches who did not have to answer to anybody else, and they still won't tell the truth because they want to have the tickling ears being tickled of the congregation so they get maximum number of giving units into the church, or they say, we're not going to talk about the things of the world and the church, we're going to talk about the things of God because the things of the world are beneath us as far as politics. We're not going to discuss it. What they failed to mention, that's because of the Johnson Amendment, and what they failed to mention, it was the pastors in the pulpit, the black-robed clergy in 1776. They got the message to the parishioners that it, was, it wasn't okay to have representation, you know, taxation without representation, and it wasn't okay to have to quarter British troops in your home, and it wasn't okay to have all of this tyranny from England without any vote into the colonies whatsoever, and they were going to stand against it. And the pastors in the pulpit were instrumental in changing the United States of America, being pushed, of course, through the Masonic Lodges, as I mentioned earlier in the show. But the reality is this. The churches don't have to stay compromised. They can wake up. Just like alternative talk shows don't have to stay compromised, they can wake up. They can start putting alternative news out there that's real and telling the people the truth about who runs the planet. And not talk about weird stuff like a box full of, you know, classified papers in Biden's garage or Trump's closet. That's all obfuscation. They're doing that because they're trying to... It's a shell game they're doing. It's, it's opioid for the masses. They don't want you to talk about the real issues, like having real money, 
and not having fractional reserve currencies anymore and not having derivatives anymore. They don't want you to talk about the real issues that are controlling the United States of America. They want you to continue to have the problem for the masses so they can have this mass formation psychosis continue because no matter what happens, Dave, they don't want us to wake up the 90% of the people that are still asleep. Of course, it's probably... 85% 85% now, if we are making a huge difference, and we're reaching that tipping point that you talked about years ago, Dave, that people are finally starting to understand, especially with the COVID. This COVID stuff has backfired on them like a doggone bazooka. It's just blowing but, up in the face. they're not giving up on it. They're, they're just... No, no they, well, they, they, they can't, because the mass formation psychosis is still very real. People are still waiting for the next shot. It's like this. If you go out and buy a car... And you find, and a week later, you're like, oh, I got post-purchase dissonance. Why did I buy that car? Why do I have those payments? Or you go out and buy a boat. You're like, I cannot believe I bought this stupid boat. Now I'm stuck with this boat. I'm going to lose a bunch of money on the boat. That's post-purchase dissonance. These people are having post-shot dissonance. dissonance. They're looking and saying, I don't want to read this. I don't want to read the truth. I don't want to know this stuff because this is too horrific for me to even think about because I've done this to myself. I signed a waiver stating I was taking an emergency use authorization drug with no testing. And now this is happening to me, so what the heck just happened? Why did I do this? Well, it's because of the fast formation psychosis. Wear your mask, 666, social distance. Peasant, if you don't get your shot, you'll be fired. Peasant, stand six feet apart, six feet apart, six feet apart. Let's continue to reinforce that paradigm over and over and over again. So more and more people became victims of the mass psychosis and more and more people being so desperate, being you know, locked down and losing their jobs and not being able to be socialized and being with other people became so despondent, so depressed, they just fell in step with the rest of them. Remember the Milgram experience, the experiments in which they had people take people and shock them. They thought they were shocking them and to the point of killing them. When people get together in mass formation psychosis, they're doing and being told what to do. And in most cases, they follow the steps of the leader, and they don't even question it. You know, and they, they said that the Germans in World War II, after they were doing the, the Nuremberg trials, that's no excuse for doing what's wrong. He's being told by a, a person who's telling you to do being wrong because you're following an order. But it doesn't make a difference. You know, Biden was just as guilty as Trump. Trump brought us Operation Warp Speed. He doubled down on it again two weeks ago. He doubled down again two weeks ago, still promoting it, still pushing it. Won't admit that he was wrong. Won't admit it was, you know, that caused all these problems. Won't admit there's anything wrong with it. Still won't, to this point. Destroying his own base. You know, he's going after the evangelicals now because they won't promote him. They won't endorse him again because of what he's done. And his base doesn't want to take the shot. But he's still pushing the shot because he's the inventor of Operation Whip Speed. He says, I saved 100 million lives because of what I've done. No, he didn't. Before it's over with, 100 million in this country, in my opinion, you watch within five years, we're going to die of myocarditis, pericarditis, and advanced accelerated aging. It's going to happen very, very quickly when it happens. And people aren't going to realize when it happens how bad it is and how quickly they're going to die. So all of this stuff was brought to you by one and only, yours truly, Donald Trump, marching to the beat of Wilbur Ross, who worked for Rothschild, Inc. in 1988 when they bought him out of bankruptcy. Look it up. Remember, Trump was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. He was his wingman. They used to run around and go to clubs together. Always remember who Trump is. He was put here, and we got. And I, I admit it, in 2015, I was so adamant about Hillary Clinton not being president that I endorsed Trump. Mm-hmm. I did. I know. And within two years, Dave, remember, do you remember this, Dave? I came against Trump. And, man, everybody got pissed off at me on social media. I got the letters. I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're talking about Trump. Q is real. Q is real. Q is real. Trump is real. Trump is real. He's playing 25-dimensional chess. He's so smart. He's so much smarter than everybody else. You have no idea, Ted. You're missing what's happening. You're missing what's happening, Ted. You're crazy about this. You're wrong. Also, now I'm like, look at that. Like, why did he pardon January 6th people? January the 6th was used by this Kabbalist Luciferian group who took down Building 7, if you just want to call them that to break the back of the Patriot Movement by taking the top leadership of the Patriot Movement and throwing them in prison now for over two years. It was used to break the back. Massive signs here in Florida, giant billboards. If you know about January the 6th, the people who are involved, contact the FBI. Here's your 1-800 hotline reward available. Yep, they did that to us, didn't they? Just like the Stasi did in East Germany, and just like the Russians did, and just like the Gestapo did in West Germany during, Germany during World War II, they had the people in the United States turn on their own people and turn them in yeah. for basically... Talking let me ask you a question about absolute. Trump, though. Was he always one of them, or was he compromised? He was always one of them. He was always one of them, and then he didn't know. He was Robert David Steele, who's dead now. I hope and pray he made it to heaven, because he has some weird beliefs that I really didn't agree with, but I hope he made it to heaven. Yeah, he died with a COVID mess, hospitalized, but I killed him on remdesivir. He always said it this way. He says, Donald Trump is the accidental president. He was never supposed to have been president. 
He was the accidental president. And he basically was put into a position of power because he so overwhelmed the election machines, which have been probably 1.2 against, against him for Hillary, and the major precincts, and then all these smaller precincts came in that the, the machines weren't hacked, and they overwhelmed the count. And Donald Trump became the accidental president, according to Robert David Steele, and I agree with him. And Donald Trump was so in over his head, he actually brought the clergy in, having them pray for him in the White House, which I thought was a really good thing. But as soon as he got his wind going, as soon as he got his marching orders from the World Order, the economic forum, and the Rothschild Banking Cartel, he started putting CFR members in by the boatload, put more CFR members into the White House positions than any other president in known history that I know of. And then he started doing Operation Warp Speed and started doing all the other crazy stuff that he was doing. And, of course, the media came after him because they knew that he was not supposed to be president, supposed to be Hillary. And they cooked up the whole Russian narrative and all the rest of it. But, guys, we got duped by Trump. I really believe that if he could have done something, he would have tried to do something. But I think there was so much garbage on him and so much, quote, my opinion, my opinion, his association with well, Jeffrey Epstein, well, well, how do we know okay, we had- Let me ask you a question, okay? I'll play devil's advocate that statement. Why did he get rid of the TPP, which would have neutered the American government? And then why did he have lead an economic resurgence at China's expense? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you do at China's expense? He led an economic resurgence when China started putting massive more tariffs on everything, and the United States started putting more tariffs, and our prices went through the roof. He did that too, right? And, and also we need to realize now China basically is having this giant trade war with them still because of all that. And also remember, too, he probably had some autonomy. And, and remember what Otto Kahn said. You know, he was one of the founding members of the, of the, of the, of the Federal Reserve Bank. You know, in the charter with Cone Lee back 120 years ago. And he built the second largest home in the United States of America, only slightly smaller than the Biltmore State. His home in up in New York now, I believe it's in New York, is basically a hotel. It was that big. He was that wealthy. He was one of the Rothschild cutout boys who was part of the Federal Reserve Bank. He said, quote, unquote, he said that the Kabbalist Luciferian bankers control both sides of the narrative, the Republicans and the Democrats, and they, can, they basically hold the world by its axis and they turn it any direction they want to turn it in order to accomplish their goals for their new world order. That's what he said. So I believe that, remember, Donald Trump, in my opinion, you guys can fuss at me, I don't care, is a high-level Mason, as his father was. You see him standing in front of a lot of I'm not going to go there. We won't go on that show because we're almost out of time. But basically, he's being told what to do in the marching orders. And again, it's like I told you at the very beginning of the show, if 80% is true and 20% are lies, you suddenly believe that the whole thing or the whole thing is truth. They allowed him, in my opinion, to do certain things that they wanted to have done anyhow, and he stood as an advocate. But remember, he's the one who pushed the red flag gun laws. His daughter called every member of Congress trying to institute national red flag gun laws. He allowed the ATF to come in and reclassify bump fire stocks. He could have signed an executive order against all that crap. He did all of that stuff. He did not pardon one person from January the 6th, Dave. Not one person. He did very little to basically talk about what happened with the election and how it was lost as far as the mechanics behind it and how they did it. He did not come in and try to support the people from January well, the 6th. No, after he, did he, file, he did file lawsuits on voter fraud that he was involved in, and he was stunted at every turn, just like Terry Lake is in Arizona. Well, I, I, that's that's true, but guess what? Who owns the judiciary? The same group. I agree with that. I mean, how do yeah, we, but people, my point is, Trump did fight back against voter fraud. But he, but but David, he, of course, he has to. It has to be eighty percent real. I don't believe it, bud. The, the man is a moral reprobate with what he's done with other men's wives. I have friends of mine that have told me stories I can't mention on the air because I don't get my friends in trouble who know him. But he's, he, he's not a good person. He's a moral reprobate. Because, well, he doesn't have to be a godly man in order to be president of the United States. No, he doesn't. But then that'd be a moral reprobate either. And so my opinion of Donald Trump is simply this. I'd rather have Ron DeSantis as president. At least at least we know what he's done here in Florida. At least we know what he's done against all this. I don't disagree with DeSantis. I don't. Um, I'm undecided. Look, I know Trump made some bad decisions in his last year, really bad decisions. But was he compromised? Was he boxed into a corner? Those are things that I'm still wrestling with. Uh, Ted, me too. Me too. We're, almo- we're me almost too. out of time, but uh, just wanted to. We got about thirty seconds, but um, I wanted to talk about Health Masters real quick, and I'll be the testimonial. I was facing knee surgery, and I had a partially tore in the MCL, and Ted said, "Give me a couple of weeks. Do this, do that, take this." And lo and behold, I've never had surgery on the knee. And my friend Doug Hagman uh, struggled with diabetes. And Ted got that down to natural health care is where it's at and why you can still get it while the supply chains are still working. Go to healthmasters.com and use the coupon code 5DH. And Ted, I got to tell you, I want to thank you for Health Masters because you've done a lot of good. 
They, they, uh, thank you. And by the way, guys, listen to me. I, I love you guys. I pray for you this morning. All my listeners I pray for all the time. And I pray that God blesses you and that he keeps you and he allows his face to shine upon you and he's gracious unto you. And he grants you grace, mercy, peace, love, prosperity, companionship. But I also pray he gives you resolve to stand your ground and put on the full armor of God. Exactly. And I want to thank you for supporting Dave Hodges and the health, health masters because if you guys weren't here tell, helping us and supporting us, because we really don't have sponsors that we are part of the New World Order. We the lights are being shut out right now. We've got to run. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Thanks, Take buddy. Care. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.